We are talking about the uh, enemies in Deuteronomy chapter 7. Hittite is a spirit of fear or dread. The Gergeshite is the spirit of ignorance or inability to comprehend. The Amorite is a spirit of pride. Canaanite is a spirit of compromise. Tonight is the Perizzite. I encourage you, if you're completely lost, go back and download the last couple uh, Wednesday nights. These are the enemies that the children of Israel faced. It says in Deuteronomy chapter 7 that the Lord has delivered them, but now the people have to go and conquer them. The Lord has delivered your enemies to you. We've learned over the last week on Sunday mornings that God has given us the power over sin, but we still have to choose. We still have to make decisions against that sin. The thing is that sin may stand in front of us, but we have the ability to turn from it and not walk through it. Regardless of how long you've hung on to it, regardless of how bad it is, God's power is greater. But we still have to walk. We still have to get out of bed. We still have to face challenges. But as long as we face those challenges with the Lord, we will overcome. If you face these challenges, if you remember from Deuteronomy chapter 7, it says that these enemies are bigger than us. They're stronger than us. If we face them without the Lord, we are going to lose. If you face sin without God, you're going to lose. We've got to face our challenges with the Lord. That was awesome, whoever that was. You're right. Parasite is a spirit of power and control. Again, these numbers underneath are the Hebrew from... Uh, the Hebrew concord from uh, the, the Strong's Concordance. The word parasite, if you look it up, means open country. It means no walls, an unwalled city or village. It comes from the root derivative meaning having no walls without boundaries or restraint or to separate. And the interpretation of this enemy is obvious. This is an enemy. This uh, an individual that lives with this enemy will not refer to anyone before acting. He will not give account to anyone. He will not give an account of himself to anyone. He lives without rules, without laws, without principles. He is independent. He is lawless. He is disorderly. He is unruly, and he is rebellious. Now, let me stop just a second. These are not hereditary traits. This is a spirit. All these things I've said before, fear, ignorance, pride, compromise. I'm not talking about personality traits or your dad was like this and you're like, well, maybe. You know, your dad may have, may have had one of these spirits and you kind of inherited it or you grabbed hold of it or you thought that's the way life should be and you've allowed that enemy to come onto your land. Here, the spirit of power and control, rebellious, unruly, disorderly will not submit or obey because he lives in a world without boundaries. He separates himself so that he never has to be accountable to anyone. This is a spirit of power and, and control, but it is a lack of authority. Now, let me stop again. I'm going to keep referring back to the last few weeks. Don't apply this to your spouse. Don't apply this to your boss. Don't apply this to the person sitting next to you. Apply this to you. Do I battle this? Yes. 
God has to deal direct, had to deal directly with angels that had this kind of nature, and they were cast out of heaven. Do you know that this is what Lucifer battled? He was given a certain measure of authority by God, but he decided to exceed his boundaries, and he, he attempted to exalt his throne above the throne of God. And one-third of the angels went with him. Because of their same unwillingness to stay within the lines that they had been given by God. The kingdom of God, church on the hill, operates under a principle or a kingdom of authority. Our nation operates under a principle of authority. Your household should operate under a principle of authority. You go into any situation with no authority, you are going to have absolute chaos, pain, no success, failure, division. Each, each position of authority that God has placed gives distinct limits or measures of rule. A Christian who lives his life overshadowed by a parasite cannot be given any authority by God because this person will never stay within that measure of rule. The Apostle Paul teaches us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It says, We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but within the limits of the sphere which God appointed us. What's he saying? I will operate under the control, under the authority that God has given me, not outside of that. A sphere which especially includes you. For we are not overextending ourselves as though our authority did not extend to you. For it was to you that we came with the gospel of Christ. Parasites never stick with their boundaries as determined by the Lord and recorded by his word. For example, it's difficult for someone who is battling this in their marriage because they have refused to accept the boundaries that the Lord has established for husband and wife. They have their own idea of what marriage should be, and it's messed up. Do you know in God's Word there are clear boundaries for marriage, for the man and for the woman? There are clear boundaries between parents and kids. But I think that we all can see in the family of America, those boundaries have been rewritten by man. It's no wonder it doesn't work. Poor kid, if he realized what I was preaching, he may not say yeah. But you know what? That's right. And a child brought up under proper authority is going to be a successful child, a happy child, a good spouse, great for the community, great for the church. A child brought up with improper authority is going to very much struggle and have a lot to overcome. As a result... Sometimes you'll have a wife who doesn't believe she needs to submit to her husband or a husband who believes that he can lord over his wife. 
Do you know that the boundaries of marriage have been established by God to help protect and to flourish and to grow and to make successful your marriage? The same thing in the workforce. If you will come under proper authority, God will exalt you. God has put these things in place for your protection, for your benefit. If you're a man, the moment that you get married you're a, and you're a husband, all of a sudden you have specific boundaries associated with that position of husband. If a man doesn't want these restrictions of these boundaries, he shouldn't get married. The same is true of the office of the wife. A man who dwells with the parasite in his land and will get married and yet by his own actions will refuse to accept the function of the husband. We as husbands have responsibility. We have godly responsibility. We have a godly responsibility to provide for our family. We have a godly responsibility to lead our family spiritually. We have a godly responsibility to be a part of disciplining and raising our children. Everybody say amen. amen. Not the public school system. Not the church. <laughs> really, I've heard that one before. <laughs> it's, it's a sign. Um, in the same way that the terms husband, wife, father, and mother denote certain limited measures of rule, the Bible is full of parameters, rules, laws, regulations, and principles set out with set out boundaries in every situation. A Christian that is free of the Spirit is constantly aware of the lines that have been measured for him. Someone that's not battling the Spirit is aware and is looking for what's the limit? Where am I supposed to go? How far can I go? God, how far can I go? I want to go this far, but Lord, what does your word say? And we get in and we find it. You know, that, that's where mercy and grace kicks in. Because if I really have a desire to get it right and I fall off on the other side, there's mercy and grace for me. God's correction is so good. And it is for my benefit. It is because he knows if I get out from under this, I'm going to get hurt. And he is such a good daddy that he'll say, uh, come back under here just a little bit. Get back under my wings. There's provision under my wings. There's power under my wings. I'm with you right here. Out there, you're, gonna, you're, you're open to the elements. Get back under here. It may seem like it's better out there. And it says sin feels good for a season. But it's not good. It will be death. Come back under here. A good father that corrects his son is protecting that son is loving that son. Do you know Scripture says a parent that doesn't discipline his child hates his child? Let that one sink in. Psalm 
someone that's not battling this finds security in knowing that the Lord's reign is always there to keep him from going astray. Scripture says that thy staff and thy rod comfort me. I believe it's Psalm 23. Thy staff and thy rod comfort me. Does that mean you like being hit by a rod? No. But I believe it's, I think it's double meaning. I think it's probably who knows how many meanings there are. But knowing that the, that the shepherd has the staff and rod, number one, to keep me where I'm supposed to be. Number two, to fight off the enemy. A shepherd has that staff, not just to hold, keep the sheep there, but to smack a wolf coming after the sheep. Thy staff and thy rod comfort me. You know, when your children can truly trust you to protect them, they sleep good. When you know that the Lord is completely protecting you and you are under that cover, you will sleep good. You will rest and you will have peace. Psalm 16 verse 5 says, O Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance in my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night season. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. In every circumstance, there are boundaries that should regulate our behavior. This is going to sound kind of silly, but, you know, we teach our kids to be quiet in a library. You know, how silly is that? We still, we go in libraries. No, I know it's not silly, especially coming from a teacher. That's not silly at all, is it? Don't you teachers wish the parents would teach their children how to act in the right proper places? Because they come in and you all have to deal with it. Pull a card, sign in, whatever, all this disciplinary stuff because parents haven't taught their kids how to act when they get out from under their little wings. But can you imagine letting your kid go outside to play and not giving them any boundaries? And they go out and wander into the street. Not because they're rebellious, not because they, they're just not making good decisions, they just don't know. They don't know. They don't know what looking at TV shows that will corrupt their little minds will do to them later in their life. We think of just the obvious things, but you need to be watching what the kids are watching. You need to be paying attention to who they're talking to and who their friends are. Let me tell you, I was influenced negatively by, by those that were around me. And I influenced those negatively around me. I had, there was a double thing going on in my life. I sometimes was a bad influence and other times I was being influenced badly. Um, I can tell you that some of the maddest I ever got with my parents is when they wouldn't let me go out with certain friends. As a kid, I hated it. I didn't get it. I thought they were just mean. All my other friends can do everything and I can't. Can I, can I share my curfew? Elizabeth was in ninth grade, and I was a senior, and I had to be in before her. <laughs> Why? Because my parents knew what I was doing. I needed to not even go out. I am not kidding. 
they tried. Let me tell you, even sometimes you try and you try and you try and you still fall down as parents. But the Lord, the Lord was with them. The Lord was with me. Uh, it's a miracle that I even stand before you. It's a, it's a multi-miracle. That's how good God is. How many of you is it a miracle that you're here today? And I don't, I don't mean that lightly. I mean that literally. That you're alive, that you're saved, that you're not who you used to be. How many of you are a work in progress? You still got, you still got some room to improve. The, 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 the bucket's not quite full yet. You still got some room to, to build. This one's real. This thing where we reject authority, where we rewrite our own rules to make it work for us. Have you ever played games? It's funny to play games with people because everybody remembers the rules differently. And I make Elizabeth so mad because we'll have 50 rules and I'll just go get the book. What does it say? We don't have it anymore. Well, now you can get online and look it up. There it is. This is what it says. Here's our boundary. And everybody's like, okay, we can play. I'm not taking that word for it, not taking this word for it. What does the word say? Do you hear me? What does the word say? over my children? What does the Word say over my wife? What does the Word say over my life? Where are my boundaries? And let me make sure I stay within those because those boundaries are good. Even in the church, church, there are boundaries within the church set there for our protection, set there for our blessing, for our benefit. 1 Timothy chapter 3, and I'll close right here. But if I am delayed or tarry, I write that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth. Can I encourage you? There is a proper way to act in church. And there's an improper way to act in church. Unfortunately, a lot of times we react and then deal with the mess we just made. I have done that multiple times as a lowly nobody, as somebody that I thought I was somebody, as a worship leader, as a deacon, as a pastor. I have done it. I have done it incorrectly, and I've done it correctly. Um, correctly is better. Incorrectly makes a mess that is very tough. And you would think in the church we would know how to act. But so many times we don't. We mess up. Thank you, God, for grace. I just love the fact that the Lord made a way for me to be able to make it. Even as a Christian. That I still have a way to be successful. And if I mess up, there is a way. Do you know that every time that I sin... And I repent. Do you know what I access? I access the power of God. I access what happened at the cross. Every time I come and I fall down and I turn to the Lord and I repent, do you know that that's what Jesus made a way for us to be able to come and to repent and to apply the blood of Jesus? And the Lord has given that to me. He's given that to you. You are not damaged goods. 
You just need to repent and stop going in that direction and get within the walls that the Lord has provided for you. They are walls of safety. They are walls of provision. Outside of those walls leads to destruction. Romans chapter 13, verse 1, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that, are, that exist are appointed by God. It doesn't say only these authorities are appointed by God. It says all authority is appointed by God. Did y'all read that? There is no authority except from God. All authority. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. When you come against authority, you are stepping outside of the covering of God. Now, I'm not going into if the authority is, is going against the Word of God. Most of the time, you can come under your authority. There are those few exceptions that I'm not going into today. In fact, as you teach your children, you don't even want them to know there are those exceptions. You come under the authority of your teacher. You come under the authority of your Sunday school teacher. You come under the authority of your parents. And we'll figure these other things out as we go. Now, it's your job as parents to make sure you're not putting them in position to be abused and to be hurt. That's your job. And it's also your job to teach them to come under the under authority. Maybe your parents never taught you that and you've struggled with it. I want you to know you've got a Father in heaven that will teach you how to do that. That was a good word. Therefore, whoever resists authority resists the ordinance of God. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isaiah 9, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You come under the authority of God, the zeal of the Lord. God will look over his word to perform it in your life. He will remove that authority. He will exalt you. He will care for you. Amen? Amen. Y'all stand up with me and let's pray. Father, I thank you that we are a church body that comes under authority. Number one, we come under the authority of your kingdom and your word. We come under the authority of your spirit. Lord, I just acknowledge that your ways are so much greater than mine. And that, Lord, I believe you to be completely faithful that when you say it, you do it. You've never proved otherwise, ever. And we can trust you. I trust you, Lord. Lord, I just ask you to help us and help me to be able to come under authority, to operate within the boundaries that you have set before me, over this church body that we would come under authority and operate within the boundaries that you have set for us, and that we would be safe and that you would protect us. Lord, as parents, that we would set proper boundaries, not crazy, stupid boundaries that our kids cannot be successful with. Not controlling, not manipulating, 
but boundaries in love. Boundaries that help them and build them up and make them strong. But boundaries that protect them from evil. Father, help us. Help us. Holy Spirit, we need you so badly. Fill us and go with us. Let your kingdom come and your will be done right here in our lives, just as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you Sunday morning, 9-15 Sunday school, 10-30 church service.